0: The, the book of Revelation, book of Revelation, chapter number three. Um, while you're getting there, um, I've been doing a series on, on receiving uh, and being able to receive. And a few of the things we've, we've talked about um, you know, that when in order to receive, a lot of it's by faith, a lot of it is um, believing and receiving what the Lord has said, taking that by faith standing on it, regardless of the circumstances, right, you, you have to, you believe it, just like Abraham, no matter what it looks like, you, um, you stand on it, you, you keep on believing, Um, some things, you know, you can, you can do, I know what, we, we've written things down, we've gone back to them, we've, um, uh, you you know, continue to pray about it, you know, one thing I've mentioned is, uh, when, you know, God says his word doesn't return void, right, but a lot of times that means that we have to return the word of the Lord to Him. We're kind of His echo, right? He says it, but then we echo it back to Him, right? So that, um, and as you do that, it's this creative process. That by the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord is still creating. When God speaks, it, it, it settles it, right? So um, you know we, we've discussed that. So a lot of this is by is by faith that we receive, that we continue to stand on it by faith, and that we um, do whatever it takes for us to be able to keep standing. When when you've done all to stand, see me else know that verse. Stand therefore, right. Um, I want to give a plug. This is gonna be my my last. I believe it's gonna be my last. Uh, message in, in receiving, probably not to last forever, but to last for right now, um, and I don't want us to stop, you know, let's, let's keep going, we're going to try to keep it in front of our face every once in a while, just say, look, we've got, we have to receive from the Lord, we've got to stand in faith, um, but something the Lord started working in me uh, probably a little over a month ago was about the gospel, and I know we were talking about the gospel and evangelism on Monday nights, um, but uh, it just seems like that we in, in In me, okay, I'm talking about me I think been missing something with the gospel uh, you know the gospel still has the same power as it did in Jesus day as same power as it did in the first century but is is there something that we have been missing in the gospel message where we've kind of been leaving something out and I think there is a little bit to an extent, so we're going to look at what is the message of the gospel. Not, not the message from today, but the message of what did Jesus preach? What did Paul preach? What did Peter preach? What did the original disciples go out and preach? So that we can preach the same thing and get the same results. Right? That's what we want. We want to see when Jesus went out and the disciples went out and they changed the world in a generation. Completely rocked the world. Why not us? Why not now? All right? Thank you for that. Sometimes I need that amen. All right, everybody in Revelation chapter 3? All right, let me read an an article. This this is from a few years ago, but um, this is by a uh, a guy named Chris uh, Sonskin. He's a, a pastor and this kind of a little op-ed that he wrote. He says, I'm a pastor, and I want to quit church now. At a time when church attendance is shrinking in America, I, a pastor, am encouraging people to quit church. Why? The answer is, answer is birthed out of conversations and research I've been a part of over the last several years. Regularly, I meet and train pastors and church leaders from all over the country through my leadership platform. The conversations carry a common theme. A lot of people who attend church are passive towards serving, giving, and community outreach. In most churches, 80% of the work is being carried out by 20% or less of the people. We've become a church of spectators, and the pastoral staff is getting burned out. According to my own personal research, the problems are even bigger than the 80-20 principle. Only 39% of active believers consider the Bible as the literal word of God. 39% 39% of, of quote-unquote active believers consider the Bible as the literal word of God. Less than 20% of professing believers follow the biblical principle of giving. Only 5% have shared their faith with a non-believer. More than half of all church members attend church once a month or less. Something has to change. Casual attendance and the belief that others will serve, give, and share the gospel are tearing down churches across our country brick by brick. As believers, it's time that we are either all in or we get out. The the solution is simple. Quit. That's right. Quit. If we quit the casual way we approach God's principles, can you imagine what would happen in, in our personal walks of faith and in our community of believers? What if every believer exercised generosity? What if every Christian every Christian, fought for loyalty in the ch- local church? What if everyone served in their God-given purpose? What would happen if we stopped simply believing and started belonging? If we would only quit the way we approach our relationship to Christ in our local church, the blessing, the reward, the joy, the fulfillment, the purpose and the increase would radically transform our lives and the world. Together, we can revolutionize the church. But the only way we can do this is if we quit. My conversations over the past several years revealed the spiritual habits necessary for personal and church growth and revealed the why behind disengagement in the church. The truth is, if we don't feel passionate about something, we don't do it. If we don't like something that happens in the church, we find another one. If the spiritual practices don't fit our lifestyle, then we don't do them. The mindset uh, permeates our I-want-it-now-and-I-want-it-my-way culture and is only enforced through social media, website choices, TV options, and countless other platforms that have risen and prominence in our lives. This is not the way God intended to tr- the church to live. The local church is in a building, it's a body of believers fulfilling God's purpose in our lives. When these believers approach their individual involvement and commitment in a casual manner, it weakens the entire body of Christ and the impact we are called to have. As a result, we lose and so does the local church. God wants us to win, to thrive, to fulfill our potential in him. We will not experience the abundance he desires for us until we quit the current approach and we are all in. Once you go all in on generosity, serving, outreach, discipleship, and the other biblical behaviors laid out in his word, then look out because God will rain on your life with his blessings like you have never experienced. Jesus felt the church was worth dying for. It should be our mission as Christians to value living for it. The message to Sardis I believe is very appropriate to where the church as a whole, I'm not talking about you guys, I'm talking about the one down the street here, where the church as a whole is at today. Listen to um, uh, verse 1 here starting in chapter 3. The angel of the church in Sar- to the angel of the church in Sardis write, He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars says, This, I know your deeds. That you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen the things that remain, which were about to die. For I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. So remember what you have received and heard. And keep it, and repent. Therefore, if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come to you. But you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments, and I will not erase his name from the book of life. And I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let me give you a little bit of background about Sardis Sardis is a really interesting city okay it, it was a city on set on a hill quite literally it was it was up on top of a hill and the people in Sardis were, were very they're wealthy they're well off and uh, they thought their their city was pretty impregnable it was it, you couldn't really get in they they could sit up there in their city and, and sit tight and and nobody could, um, nobody could get to them. Um, in fact, Sardis uh, was, um, uh, where's my note? It was in Croesus, uh, Croesus was uh, from Sardis. He was very, very wealthy, wealthy, wealthy area. Um, so it, Sardis actually kind of. Uh, Picked a fight with with Cyrus the Great of Persia, and uh, didn't do so well. So Cyrus came and and, um, and surrounded Sardis, and yeah, you know, I'm kind of uh, maybe living a little bit here to the history. But uh, Cyrus was around there, kind of going, "Okay, now how do I get into this place?" And so he actually um, gave a, a he gave it a reward out. So okay, whoever can figure out a way to get into this this city, I'll I'll give you a reward. So everybody was sitting there watching, and all of a sudden, one of the um, one of the warriors up in Sardis, his his helmet fell off the wall and came uh, tumbling down. And as they were watching, here pretty soon the guy showed up, came and got his helmet, and then disappeared. Well, the the Persians who were um, astute kind of. Peered around and found out where he went, and found a secret way into the city. So they they came into the city and and found that the city was basically asleep. They they were not prepared. They they didn't have any. They 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 went in and basically took the city without a fight. The same thing happened with the Greeks. The Greeks came and uh, did the exact same thing. They kind of sat around, and went hmm. I don't know how we, how we were going to get in here. They found the way in and basically Sardis again, twice. They were taken over because they were, they were asleep. They were not ready. They were, they were not ready for the fight. Now, see what Jesus said again to Sardis. Wake up and strengthen the things that remain. Which were about to die, for I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. Wake up. And I think when you, when you look at the church in the United States, I think we need to wake up. I think we need to wake up. The church in the United States has has we, we've been infiltrated in many ways. We look very much like the world. There are a lot of quote unquote churches out there that like this off ed that I was reading. They have the church has Christian or has church in the name and when you but when you go inside it doesn't look anything like Christian or church. Except that you have a lot of people together together. The church needs to wake up. And strengthen those things that remain. Let me let me just um, go through a few of these things here. Um, verse one: He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars says this. Uh, remember the seven spirits of God. Seven is is the um, is the number of God. It's the, it's the, it's a holy number, but it's also um, it's it's three and four, All right? Three right? Is my math right? Three and four makes seven, right? So three three is is so seven is really, it's completeness, three being um, the number of God, right? Four being the number of the earth. So seven is where, where God and earth meet, okay? Seven days, right? So three and four are seven. Uh, so it's a number of completeness. Um, the seven spirits of God is the fullness of the spirit of God. We, uh, I quoted it in, in Isaiah chapter number 11 when I was praying this morning. This, uh, the Spirit of the Lord is up- upon me. This, okay, this, um, let me just read that real quick. My Isaiah 11, 1 and 2. A shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, a branch from his roots will bear fruit. Who's the, who's the shoot from the stem of Jesse in the branch? Jesus, okay? Right? Uh, we're all on the same page? Around our house, if somebody asks a question, you know, who said this? You've got two answers, Jesus or Shakespeare. <laughs> the shoot that will spring from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now, if, it's, if the anointing is on the head, is it also on the body? Yes. Thank you. Yes. the anointing is on the head, it's also on the body. The, this, the anointing, the sevenfold spirit of God is on Jesus. It's also upon his church. Okay, so Jesus is the one who has the spirit. It also says, and he also has the... Um, Uh, The seven stars, which are the, uh, you know, in the, a second. Um, The seven stars are those are the angels of the seven churches, right? So he's the one who holds the church in his hand. He's he's telling it. He's saying this is this is the authority that I bear. I have the spirit of God and I have the church in my hand, and so when I'm coming to you, I'm coming to you as one who has authority. I hold the authority. So when he he comes and says, I know your deeds, that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Meaning, these folks are ones who have believed. Right? When when you believe in Jesus, you become alive. Right? Thank you. When you believe in Jesus, you become alive. Remember, you are dead in your trespasses and sins. But God... Right? You're dead in your trespasses and sins until you meet Jesus. Then you are buried with him in baptism, raised with him to newness of life. Eternal life starts when you accept Jesus. But then we have said you are you are have a name to you're alive, but you're dead. Now we, we use dead in a number of contexts, don't we? Um you, you might be at work and, and Sometimes you might say, "Boy, work was really dead today," right? Or you might say, um, uh, "You might you might go to a church service. Hopefully, it's not one of these." That "Boy, church church was just dead." You know, you're saying there's, there's no life. There's no. There's not that umph, right? So you've got. We, we use "dead" in, in a number of ways. What is what, what is uh, the Lord Jesus saying here th- through John, uh, you you have a name that you're alive, but you don't have the power. You don't. You're not. You don't look alive. You don't look like the church that Jesus died for. You are. You have the name, but you don't have the energy. You don't have the lo- The the enlivening power of the Holy Spirit. Wake up. Strengthen the things that remain, which we are about to die, for I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. Now, this is, this is amazing. I, I love this. I've not found your deeds completed. That's something I really don't want the Lord to say about me. I've not found your deeds completed. And yet I think so much of the church today, the whole church, if Jesus were to look at the church in the United States and say, I haven't found your deeds completed. I've given you a task, and that you haven't completed the task that I've given to you. You know, not that everything's going to be done in like one generation. It's a multi-generation thing. But I believe, you know, the church, we've gone backwards in many ways. The church is supposed to be salt and light to the world, but yet we're, we haven't been. I've not found your deeds completed. So wake up. Now, this is where I want to really spend a few minutes. How are we supposed to wake up? If, if the Lord has said, look, you, your deeds aren't completed, you haven't gotten there yet, Wake up so that you can do this. Verse 3 says, Remember what you have received and heard. Remember what you have received and heard. How do you you wake up? Remember what you have received and heard. In other words, think about this. The the people in Sardis had had an experience with the Lord before. They, not only had they just heard about the, the word, they would not just heard the gospel, they would not heard just heard somebody preach, but they'd received. They'd received at one point, but they weren't living it then. At one point in the time, in, in the past, they had received gifts from the Lord. They'd received good things. They'd received the power, but they weren't living it. So what, what, is, what does John say to do? Jesus through John says, remember what you have received. Let me ask you, is there a time in your life that you could re- back, go back and remember and say, I was closer to the Lord then than I am now? I was doing more for the Lord then than I am now. I had a relationship with the Lord then better than what I have now. If there was a time in your past that you can think and you can say, boy, back then I really was spending time in the Word. Or back then I was really spending time in prayer. Or back then I really was operating the gifts of the Spirit. Back then I was really discipling, or I was really sharing my faith. Or I was really I was really in tune with the Spirit then. The word for you is wake up. Wake up and remember what you received. Remember those things that you received. In order in order to work out in order to to keep on going in order to wake up you need to remember where you've been if you've been there before if there's a time in your your life where you can say boy that's when I was really working for the Lord that's when I was the closest to him that's when he was working through me the most you have to remember those things because a lot of times the Lord will give you something don't you catch this the Lord will give it to you You'll use it for a little while. Then you'll put it down. And now you're coming along going, where is it? anybody ever done that? You put something down and then you can't find it? <laughs> right? It's the same way in the spirit. The Lord gives something to you. Then you put it down and all of a sudden, five, six years later, you're going, where did I put that? I used to be okay. I used to have that relationship. I used I used to be able to to share the gospel with 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 people I knew. I I I used to be able to to evangelize. I used to be able to disciple. I used to be able to operate in the spirit. I used to be able to prophesy. I used to be able to give. I used to be able to worship. I used to. Where'd it go? Lord says, remember those things. Remember them. First of all, you've got to remember. Remember those things that the Lord has given you because if, you, if He's given to you, given them to you before, you don't need to ask for them again. They've already been given. But you need to remember what they were so that you can then activate them once again. will talk about that in just a minute. So remember what you have received. If you want to receive, the first thing and to wake up, the first thing to do is to remember what you've already been given. Remember what you have received in the past and what you've heard. Now, heard could mean, you know, they've heard the gospel. Heard could be that you know, they, they've heard the teaching of the apostles. They've heard, you know, what John's given to them before or what Paul's given to them because a lot of times they've, they kind of flip-flopped on places and they shared letters. And it could, you know, what the evangelists have come through and what other apostles have come through and, and spoken, what their pastors have come through and told them. It could, could be remember what you've heard, but it could be remember what you've heard from the Lord. Has the Lord said something to you in the past? Has he given you promises? Has he given you promises about your family? Has he given you promises about the church? Has he given you promises about ministry gifts? Has he he given you promises about uh, the, the town or about what you'll be doing or what you will see? Has he given you those promises? Remember what you've been given. Remember what you received from the Lord, but remember what you have heard. What has he said? Sometimes you have to remember these things every day. Mentioned earlier, you you need to put it on a post it note. Get a get a three by five card or, or a maybe maybe you need a bigger card than that, right? Get half a sheet of paper, post it on your walls. This is what God has said. Put it on your mirror so when the when you're getting ready in the morning, you're 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 looking at your hair, and you're going, you're right, and you're you're seeing the promise of God right there for you. Or maybe you're while you're taking your shower in the morning, you can say, "This is what the Lord told me. This is what it, it, His promises are good." He said, "Yada yada, I'm I'm going to be I'm X Y and Z because He said it." I am a I'm a, a faithful follower of God, and He is. He has said to me, "I am, I am healthy and I'm well, and I'm, I'm, I've got everything that he said he, that I have, and I, I'm going to lose nothing, and he's going to provide for me." But you can go through all the, if you need it, just go through the scriptures. The Lord said, uh, "You know, I am your provider. Right? I shall, the Lord shall supply all your needs through through His uh, riches and glory." You can just go through the scriptures. By His stripes I am healed. And he will um, He will guide our the, He will guide our steps. He'll walk with us. I will be with you always, even till the end of the age. Start quoting scriptures. Remember what He has said. He said you might have to remember on a daily basis, but keep those things in front of you. And let me let me just add one thing. It's not in here, but here here's a, here's just kind of a bonus. This is what I found. Um, you know, as we've been going through these things, I've been really working with the Lord in my own life uh, through some some of these promises. What you what you have to do is, is you, you pray for them until you believe, until you get a release from the Lord, a, a grace to believe those things. Right. So let let's say, let's say you're you're praying for a, a, a new job, or you're praying for uh, let's say you're praying for a family member who needs, who needs to know Jesus. So you, you pray for him, Lord, help little Susie to come to know Jesus. And the next day, Lord, little Susie needs to know you. Would you convict her of her sin? And would you, would you help her to know uh, that, that, that she needs a Savior? Lord, help Susie. You keep praying until you get this release in your spirit that God has heard and he's granted it. Okay? pray until you get that release and as soon as that release comes thank you Jesus thank you that it is done thank you that it is done thank you that Susie is going to come to know you thank you that there that there Susie will not be lost thank you that Susie is is going to be a strong christian she is going to love the lord and follow you all all the days of her life life thank you that her family is going to be forever changed because her her kids will know you, and her grandkids will know you. Thank you, Lord, that, that she, has, she is going to accept you and that there is nothing that's going to hinder that process. Okay? So it's something you, you pray until you get that release. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to keep praying for it, okay? But I believe what, what, what you do is you shift in faith from... Lord, would you, please, would you please, would you please, would you please, would you please, right? Until you know that God has said it. And if God has said it, it settles it, it's done. And now you're just thanking him for it. Thank you, Jesus, this is, this is happening. It's done. You've settled it. I've heard your voice. It's done. And I'm going to stand on it. It's completed. It's done. Whether I see it in the next five minutes or five years or 15 years, It's done. And nothing will hinder it from taking place. that make sense? So if there's something that you're standing on, pray until you get a release in your spirit. Okay? Where you, where you I'm not saying you're going to audibly hear God say, but when you feel like you've, God's heard your prayer and said yes, whether you see it in the natural or not, start thanking him for it. Just start thanking him. And then thank him until you see it. And then thank him some more. All right. Remember what you've received and heard and keep it. Remember what you've seen and heard and keep it. Guard it. So, these things that the Lord has given to you, these these promises, or the, uh, when you when you go back into your memory, you say, I was I was closer to the Lord at this point. I was doing this. I was using my gifts here. Now he said, Do it again. Wake up and use them. Don't wait. Don't wait for the opportune moment. right? Don't wait. He doesn't have to give it to you again. Use those things that he's given to you. And if you're out of practice, do it anyway. If you're going to get practice, you can only get practice by using them. Let me, let me give you an example. You think back and you you think, you know what? There was a time that I was sharing the gospel more. The Lord moved on my heart for evangelism. I was doing a lot more back then. You think, oh, I need to do that again. Go do it. Find a way to open your mouth and do it. In, in my own life, I've been thinking recently that um, I, years ago I had just a—I want to say—I had a, a different, slightly different relationship with the Lord um, than I do now. And I, I remember when I was back in college, it was just like, you know, I, I just—I'd walk and talk with him like I would my best friend. You know, I'd, I'd walk out of my room. I'd go be going to class. Hey, Lord, what's up? How you doing today? How's it going? Well, I'm doing this and this and that I'd go out for prayer walks almost every night and just just hang out with Jesus. And I've looked back and go, you know, I've I, I've missed that. I've I've missed just the hanging out with Jesus in my life. You know, I and mean, not that I've had a bad prayer life, it's not that I've done anything wrong or I've gone off the path or, but you know, like, you know what? I've not had that just hang out with my best friend. Okay, Lord, I got to get back. What, 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 what's what's hindered me from there? Okay, well, I'm just going to do it. Wake up in the morning. Hey, Jesus, how you doing today? Let's just hang out together. Don't just look back and try to remember and try to and keep praying about it. God's already given it to you. Do it. So I'm doing for me. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to pray about my relationship. I'm just going to do it. How do you you wake up? Remember what you have received and heard. Remember those things. Hold on to them. Believe that they're going to be. If God's already given it to you, do it. Don't keep praying about it. I mean, you can pray for opportunities, right? But get out there and do it. Keep those things. Guard them. Um, Remember what you received and heard. Keep it. And repent. Repent. You know, when we Oftentimes, sin is not just the things that we do wrong. It also is not doing the things that we should. Let me, let me say that again. Sometimes we think of all you know sin is um, that you 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 blew it for, you know some way or another, and it is. But it's also not doing the things that we should. You know a lot of times and, and I'm, I'm guilty as, as, as anybody else, a lot of times we don't believe Jesus. He'll say something we are like, "No, eh, no, you know, I'm not sure about that. We don't believe him. We did can, can I just say, there's a lot of this here that we don't really believe. We might believe it up here, but when it comes to right being down here? 'Cause let me tell you, what what you believe is what you do. Everything else is just religious talk. Do do we really believe that he'll that he'll provide? Do we really believe that he'll protect? Do we really believe that that um, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world? Do we believe that we have we've been given all authority with him? Do we believe that, that uh we are we are seated with him in the heavenly places? Do we believe that he's put underneath us every name that is named? Do we really believe it? Look, I'm having to repent on a regular basis and go, I'm sorry. You've said that. I I, I haven't really believed enough. Or, Lord, I, I, I missed an opportunity here. I missed this opportunity to share the gospel or... I really haven't been as much of a light as I needed to be. Maybe, remember I, I said to you, was there a time in your life that you, were at, that you were closer to the Lord than you are now? Or that you were doing something more for the Lord than you are now? Maybe, you need, maybe we need to repent of setting those things down. Lord, I left the cares and worries of life get in the way of what I was supposed to be doing for you. I cared more about sometimes really good things. I cared more about serving in this way. I cared more about making money for my family. I cared more about spending time with the TV. I cared more, not, not that the TV's all bad, right? But when it gets in your way of spending time with Jesus, right? Lord, I cared more about my job. I cared more about my spouse or my kids. You need to care about your spouse and your kids. I'm not saying you don't. You need, you need, but, but you need to have that balance where you say, okay, I'm following after Jesus with, with everything. Right? And if you don't have that balance, right, and you, you put your spouse or your kids on a pedestal, you make them an idol when they become more important than God. Right? Okay, You've got to love your spouse and love your kids with all your heart. But if they're up on a pedestal and they're higher than God, they're an idol. And I'm, just trying to, I'm trying to point out some good things that can become idols. Repent. And I think we all can find some things that we need to repent of. Because we need to wake up. There are a lot of things. That I, I believe this, this, that the Lord has called this church to be a light to the community. I mean, I, I know you all have been, I've, I've heard... I wasn't here for all of them, but I've heard some of the words that the Lord's given over this church. I, I, it's a, a, a church of prayer. A church that's going to change the community through prayer. A church... You know, I believe the Lord's position is across from the town hall for a very specific purpose. And we're, we're right here I believe we're, we're supposed to be a, a, a church that, that people can look at and say, I want to be like them. That may not mean that we're going to be the biggest place in town. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I want somebody, I want somebody to be, say, look what they have there, I want to be like. We have a lot of things that we have not completed. I think the, I think the word for us is wake up. Wake up and complete those things. Let's just follow them all the way to completion. Remember. How do you receive? Wake up. Remember what you've, been, what you've already been given, what you've heard. Maybe you haven't seen the result of it yet, but you've heard. So remember this. Remember those prophecies. Remember those words. Remember those things. Then what do you, what do, you do? Let's hold on to them. If you haven't seen them yet, hold on to them. Hold them fast. Maybe we post them on the wall in here. What do we, hold on to those things. Do them. If it's something you have already, do it. And let's repent. Let's repent in, for the things that we haven't done. Not just for our things that we have done wrong, which that's plenty to repent of anyway let's repent of, of not following through on the things that the Lord has told us to. Let's repent of the things that we've set down and we've not picked back up. And let's see what the Lord does with us. Because His desire... us to overcome. He who overcomes will be clothed in white garments. I'll not erase, erase his name from the book of life. Now I'll confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Let's wake up and do this together. Let's pray. Here's what I'd like to do is, as we pray together. There's, there's two things I want to do. Number one, I want to I want to bless everybody, and I want to, I'm am going to call for us to wake up. But before I get to that point, I want us to repent. You don't have to repent in front of everybody if you feel like the Lord's telling you to do so. You know, jump up there and do it, okay? But at least in your heart, let's repent. Let's repent of those things that. We know we should have done. We dropped by the wayside. So, Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus today. And Father, we 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 repent for you, Lord. There are things in in my own life that I know that I have I have not been diligent with. I Lord, I know I've not shared the gospel like I should have. Lord, there are things, there are promises that I put on the shelf and said, no, nah, I, I must have missed God somehow. There's no way that's going to happen. Lord, forgive me for not believing those things, for not standing on them and, and receiving them and, and guarding those. Forgive me, Lord. Gifts I put on the shelf, that I'm not used. Forgive me, Lord. Lord, forgive us as a church for not holding on to many of the promises. Forgive us for not believing for enough. When you've said when you've when you've pron- pronounced abundance over us. Every time that we speak the name of the church, Abundant Life. And yet, Lord, we have not believed that we are a church of abundant life. Forgive us. Forgive us for not being the salt and light that we should be. Forgive us for putting other things in front of you, even good things. Lord, we repent. pray right now for each person here that you will help us to wake up that this sleeping giant right here will arise that everyone in here who said I used to be but that was many years ago that you would restore them full functionality in the spirit. That everyone here who has kind of said, <clears throat> uh, it's for the next generation, that that will, that will fall by the wayside right now and that this generation right here will take the bull by the horns and will say, yes, Lord, we're, we're going in. We're not going to leave it to anybody else. This is our promise, and we're going to take hold of it and run. Lord, let the shofar blow, and let us run in and wake up. Let us receive and walk in everything that you have given to us. Let's hold fast to those things and never give up. In fact, in the the name of Jesus, I I reawaken dreams. There, There are many in here who have not had a a, a dream for life, in, in 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 a long time. Not not sleep dreams. I'm, not, I'm talking about dreams. I that I'm dream. I I have a dream that I'm going to do this. Or I have a dream that, Lord, I awaken those dreams, those goals, those those hopes, those visions. In people right now. I I reawaken those dreams that have have been shoved by the wayside Said, said, oh, that's never going to happen. I reawaken those dreams in the name of Jesus. Godly dreams that, he, that you have placed in our hearts. I reawaken them. And I ask, Lord, that you place those prominently on everybody's mind. Those things that you, you have said of us, that you placed in our hearts, even from a little kid, Where somebody would ask you, What are you going to be when you grow up? And he said, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And that dream was there. He said, No, it's, it's no longer. Lord, reawaken those dreams. It's not done yet. Lord, I bless each person here in the name of Jesus, them, their families. Lord their household all of their possessions Lord let us be blessed with the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ that his seal would be upon us that we would go out in the power of the spirit with the glory of the Lord shining about us and that everywhere we go they would know that the glory of God has come in. They may not be able to put words to it, but they will know there's something different. that the glory has walked into the room. Let us be containers of your glory. And let this town, let our families communities around this area never ever be the same. In Jesus' name.